A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Top Stories, it's producer Chris. Now brace yourselves for the scandal of a lifetime. Think luxury duck houses and Branston Pickle. Yep, it's May 2009 and some dark days for British MPs. Top Story this week, scandal, sleaze and British MPs. Now, Andy, British politicians used to be world leaders in terms of sleaze. Pumping someone who was in their wife like a morally bankrupt traction engine. Or being found dead, hanging upside down naked with an orange in their mouth. They used to be really good at it, but the UK has been rocked over the last fortnight by a series of expensive scandals, which have cost some MPs their jobs, many others their reputation. Now, this story has not made headlines around the world, largely due to the relatively small amount involved, but, Andy, it has lit up the UK press like a forest fire, hasn't it? There has only been one story in town in Britain this week. One unending, interminable, tedious story... (laughs) Political expenses, John, as if the country didn't have enough to worry about what with massive recession, war in Afghanistan and the fact that we don't have enough immigrants coming in anymore to do all our menial chores for us. It turns out... Wait a second, I'm going to hardly bring myself to say this. It turns out that the system by which our MPs claim expenses is flawed. It's oh, God. hard to know where we go as a nation from here in, oh. in the current climate. 
But uh, in a desperate effort to look cool, the Daily Telegraph newspaper scooped this story, the story that the entire nation here had been waiting for with not even slightly bated breath, the expose that we'd been completely off tenterhooks about with the latest instalment of the ongoing expenses saga that has gripped this nation's attention like a dead worm grips a space shuttle. <laughs> because every day this week, John, the Daily Telegraph yeah. has been publishing leaked details of MPs and Cabinet Ministers' expense claims uh, from all parties, including the Prime Ministers, revealing, John, that some of these MPs did play the system and made stupid, cocky or arrogant claims for things they clearly shouldn't have claimed for in the current climate, that others claim things they were legitimately entitled to under an admittedly flawed system but might have thought about passing on in the current climate. And also, and this is where it gets really heartbreaking, John, that some of them were so busy doing their jobs that they were elected for in, in the current climate that they made occasional minor mistakes filling in their expenses forms and when alerted to these by the authorities, they rectified these mistakes and paid back any outstanding money. And that's the bit that really stings, John. Yeah, I mean, that's what sticks in your throat. That's why you just completely lose your faith in all yeah. politicians, Andy. Oh, they're no and heroes. Thank goodness for the Daily Telegraph, Andy, who have led the British public into battle like Queen Elizabeth I on a torpedo. <laughs> the, most, <laughs> the most controversial part of MPs' expenses has been the second home allowance, after it emerged that Tory MP Greg Barker made £320,000 on a flatly bought at the taxpayer's expense. And, you know, to be fair, that's a pretty good return, Andy. That's, that's enough to make you want to be a career Tory MP, and there is literally nothing else that makes me want to do that. <laughs> Other attention has been paid to Prime Minister Gordon Brown's £6,577 cleaning bill, uh, which was paid to his brother. Gordon Brown argued that they shared a cleaner and it was to reimburse him for costs. But surely the bigger question is, how the f*** is Gordon Brown getting his house so dirty? <laughs> is he blowing off steam at home after a frustrating day at work, failing to achieve anything and being loathed by the electorate who did not elect him, by just relaxing, smashing everything in his house and shitting up his own walls? <laughs> Maybe someone should buy him a stress doll instead. It might save everyone a lot of money. Yeah, well, I guess also the question is, why, why could he not just clean it himself, John? What else yeah. has he got on, apart from stumbling cack-handedly from one disaster to the next, like Ricky Hatton's face into a Filipino's fist? <laughs> too soon, Andy, too soon. <laughs> but these shocking revelations, John, have shaken the nation to the core of its 10,000-year-old soul. People yeah. have been just wandering, bleary-eyed around the street, scratching their heads, saying, what are we anymore? Who am I? Did I fight those two world wars for this? Did St George conquer the Vikings and sink the Spanish Armada so our parliamentarians could play the margins of an extremely cack-brained system? The key thing for politicians, Andy, is they've all been working on their excuses. Immigration Minister uh, Phil Woolas has disputed any of the newspaper's allegations about him. Uh, he said that he's seeking legal advice over suggestions that he claimed for nappies and women's clothing. But the real question is, does he have the titanium balls to stand up and claim that they were legitimate personal business expenses? I stand before you and I say, I cannot get any real work done unless I'm dressed like a housewife and wearing a nappy. It is in the taxpayer's interest that they encourage my work rate. Some people work better in a double-breasted suit. For me, it's a floral pattern summer dress and a pampers disposable. Well, that wouldn't go down well, John, not in this uh, environment-obsessed age. People would want to use recyclables, at least. Some of the criticism has undeniably been hysterical. Some people were angry about claims for bath plugs. Come on. Are we not going to buy them some bath plugs, Andy? <laughs> Do we not want our elected representatives to have baths? Do we not want them to be clean? Because if not, we're going to have some of the smelliest MPs in Europe. A quick rinse in the sink is simply not going to do it. Well, it worked for Stanley Baldwin. <laughs> But among the uh, lurid revelations, there have been some admittedly spectacular claims, John. Uh, fiddling yeah. mortgage uh, claims, sidestepping bits of tax, cleaning a moat, 
That was one of the most spectacular oh, ones. That is phenomenal. Well, I, don't, I, I guess you have to protect yourself. Some people want a bodyguard, other people want a moat. And if you have a moat, you must maintain it. This was Tory MP Douglas Hogg. And the big question here is, how come he's got a moat? Does this man live in a castle? In which case, are we going to be invoiced for a suit of armour polishing soon? <laughs> or, and this would be even better, does he just live in a normal house, but a house that he's built an entire moat around? <laughs> Maybe a drawbridge coming down from his garage door. If so, I am personally happy to pay for that moat cleaning, because anyone who wants a moat that badly deserves one. The sad truth, John, is that he lives in a 14th floor apartment. <laughs> Oliver Letwin claimed for fixing pipes under a tennis court... John Reed for a spangly toilet seat. You name it, John, they've claimed for it. Or if yeah. they haven't claimed for it, it was on a receipt alongside items that were claimed, so you can pretend that they claim for it. <laughs> or by this stage, you can actually just make up things they claim for just to keep yourself feeling sanctimonious enough to still give a flying shit about it. In fact, if you like, you can even make up politicians as well and claim that they claim for stuff they shouldn't have claimed for. So the bugle, the bugle can now exclusively reveal that the Conservative Hedgerows and Small Ponds spokesman Greville Yard Binkling claimed £12.99 monthly roosting fees for keeping a cockerel in his London home to wake him up in the morning so he wasn't late for Parliament. Liberal Democrat New Dance Move Secretary Fallopiana Truncheon claimed £45,000 over three years to have a professional football manager storm into her office once a week, throw some teacups around and shout in her face to work harder and track back. She said she needed the motivation given her party's inadequate representation in the Commons. And Labour frontbench cabinet minister known only as Big Jake, the Secretary of State for shouting, wanted to be reimbursed for the cost of having his desk fitted with foam padding and slow closed drawers to stop himself slamming his cock in it. Is that wrong? <laughs> if it helps him do his job and run the country better, shouldn't we the taxpayers be pleased to help out? Watch our listenership go up, Andy. We are now a vital check and balance on... <laughs> fictitious politicians. <laughs> the Justice Minister, who has also just resigned, Mr Malik, says he stuck a million percent by the rules <laughs> and said some of the papers' claims were a fabrication. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty impressive, Andy, a million percent. That is a lot of unnecessary sticking to the rules. 999, 900% too much, in fact. <laughs> he really should have spent that time doing his job. In fact, that's probably a resigning issue in and of itself. <laughs> So now the process of repaying the expenses is underway. Photo opportunities with MPs holding up giant cheques like they're on a telethon. I think instead they should be photographed going to pawn shops with their children's bikes, with their children in tears, saying, sorry, son, the taxpayer just doesn't want you to have this. <laughs> the awkward part of this story is that none of this is actually against the rules. So that's a lot of anger with nowhere to go, unless pitchfork-wielding crowds decide just to go to town on a rule book, <laughs> set fire to it and dance around watching it burn. They're going to have to sate their lust from revenge. It's got to go somewhere. In fact, the anger in England is huge at the moment. And how angry are you? Uh, well, I'm quite angry, John, but I'm most angry with the media who simply won't shut up about it. The most tedious thing about this has been seeing a profession, namely journalism, that is, frankly, quite famous for being undisputed kings of expenses claims, who have picked up this story and pulped every lo last drop out of it like a cheap tomato. <laughs> but I guess, to be fair to the Telegraph, at least they have done this at a time when their chairman is no longer Conrad Black, who in his spare time 
didn't so much indulge in rogue expenses claims as a hundred million dollar fraud. So I guess you know they, it would have come across as a tad hypocritical had he still been in charge. But it's been awful seeing the sight of the, the main political parties falling over each other in their desperate bid to be seen to be the ones who feel most sorry about it. I would say there hasn't been this much self-flagellation in Britain since the 19th century circus impresario Hopton Hoopsticks bumped his head on a trapeze artist, thought he'd turned into a lion and tried to train himself to play the mandolin. So where do we go from here, Andy? Well, maybe the British taxpayer can start invoicing MPs for expenses for how angry they've gotten <laughs> by this story. I imagine a lot of people are going to need... Sorry, John, did you say gotten? I think I did say gotten. Doctor, you need to come home. You really need to come home soon. Or it could be incurable. <laughs> well, that's, that really got you, didn't it? Well, John, I've, I've managed to overlook your problem with apostrophes for many years, yeah. but gotten, that's, that's not allowed. My problem with apostrophes was not defined by national boundaries. <laughs> Just ranking that. competence. <laughs> it's important for transparency in this new era of honesty, Andy. So in the interest of full disclosure, I feel I should come clean about the expenses I plan to put in for the bugle. Now, I think it's important for me to live ostentatiously, to give off an image of power, and that therefore I'm someone worth listening to in this podcast. So I looked at the Queen, Andy, and I saw that she has swans uh, in a lake in her garden. Now, I don't have a lake or a garden, but I do have a bathtub. So I bought 25 swans and I spray-painted them gold and put them in the bath. That wasn't cheap, and I have to spray them every day to keep them looking gold. They don't like that, Andy, and they can fight back swans, so I need to hire private security. Blackwater have the best safety record at some cost, so that isn't cheap either. I just wanted you to know what was coming in. Right, OK, because I actually have, have to say that I have claimed already over the course of the Bugle for quite a lot of things. Right. Like what? I've, uh, well, I've claimed for 74 different tailored clown suits made by top London designers, uh, right. one for each episode of the Bugle so far. I wear that, it, uh, that seems fair. Well, I wear it for both writing and recording it, because if you want me to be funny, John, I've got to feel funny. Yep. And for that, I've got to look funny. I've got no quarrel with that. Right. I've also got a bodyguard. Well, I couldn't do the bugle if I'd been assassinated. So that <laughs> I seems... I guess that's technically true. That seems reasonable. Yeah. 100 mice and 40 guinea pigs for the laboratory testing of the audio cryptic crosswords. <laughs> and uh, plus a portable incinerator for those that didn't like it. I mean, financially, I don't have a problem with that. Morally, I just think that's absolutely reprehensible, <laughs> those poor animals, aren't they? <laughs> Uh, also, I claim for all the nappies, clothes, toys and accessories incurred thus far in the life of my son. As I talked about his birth on the Bugle, John, so therefore he's a legitimate business expense. <laughs> also, uh, I do charge uh, my standard hourly rate for childcare yeah. whenever I have to look after him. That's £499 an hour plus VAT. Yeah, if he wants the best parenting, he's going to have to pay for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't care whose son he is. Contacts count for nothing in Zoltzland. That was another top story. Thanks for listening. That, that little silence was for you to thank me. And again. Now head over to the mothership, which is, is a name that we give to the bugle. Listen, listen, listen to the bugle. That's what I'm saying. Go listen to the bugle. It's like top stories, but newer. Most importantly, it's not old stuff. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss... Lime bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.